to the Travel Squad podcast. We adventure the world together, one passport stamp at a time. We're here to share travel news, tips, and our own adventures with you. Every Travel Tuesday, we share stories on a variety of topics, including our hometown, San Diego, hiking, weekenders, national parks, international getaways, and inspiring you to go on your own adventures, even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. And I'm Kim. And And we're we're the the Travel Travel Squad Squad Podcast. Podcast. So grab your ticket and your passport. And don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Hey, Scotties. Welcome to this week's episode of the Travel Squad Podcast. Today, we're going to talk to you all about hot springs, hot springs domestically here in the United States, even a couple international destinations for you as well. At the squad, we love hot springs, and we're going to talk about these hot spring locations that are very close to major tourist destinations that a lot of people go to. So you can even plan trips around these specific destinations to go to them, or you go to one of these places and just, hey, here's a hot spring for me. Why not, right? I love hot springs. Hot springs are definitely my jam along with waterfalls. It's all about like rest and relaxation, rejuvenation. You just have to slow down, sit in the hot spring, soak it all in. A lot of the times they're great scenery around it so it's super beautiful and we're so excited to share this list with you today and spring is right around the corner we are huge fans of hot springs not just because they're said to cure illnesses you know we have a story about that one they're just amazing they are relaxing they are almost like a wonder of the world like how is it hot Mm-hmm. When you're in the middle of, like, say, a snow-covered forest, it it's just amazing. I'll tell you, Kim, it's thermal activity. <laughs> okay. All right. So if we want to get into the science of it, we can. But when you're there, you're just, like, caught up in this moment. It's just amazing. I think one of the best experiences I've had is at Gold Fork when it was snow and it was, like, in a forest. And it was just beautiful. But every single experience we've had has been amazing. And I'm so excited to talk about it and get you all excited to go yourself. And as always, we're going to start with some tips because we have some general tips about hot springs in general. So we're going to dive into those first before diving into the episode. Tip number one makes a lot of sense. Pack a towel. You know, if you're going to this location, you're going to want to bring a towel. If you're checking into a hotel, do you necessarily want to bring your hotel towel with you and have that towel be wet and dirty for when you shower, when you get back? I don't think so pack a towel, and I'm just going to throw it out there. On our website, you can find the link to our Amazon store. We have the Turkish towels, perfect ones for you guys to actually pack. They dry really quick, and they can act as blankets, and they don't take a lot of space in your suitcase or backpack or wherever you're going to put it. Another tip for you is to bring a change of clothes. You know, you're out there, you could be getting wet. If you're leaving your regular clothes out, it could get a little muddy, dirty, all of that stuff, depending on what area you have to put your clothes down on. So always good to pack a change of clothes just in case. And depending on where you're going, you might pop in from pool to pool and get dressed in between, Mm -hmm. and that could definitely mess up your clothes. As always, download offline maps. Hot springs often are in remote places. 
or off of like hiking trails, things of that nature. So you're gonna wanna have that so you don't lose service. And one thing that I'm not seeing here on the tips, but I'm gonna throw it in, bring it in a dry bag, bring your towel in a dry bag, your change of clothes in a dry bag. It's gonna be really useful. And again, depending on the situation, is it muddy? Where are you gonna set it down? The dry bag keeps it from getting dirty and just can clean it right off. So perfect item for you. And we have a dry bag listed on our Amazon list. So definitely check that out as well. And the last tip we have for you guys is be aware that the hot springs can actually smell like sulfur. So they might smell a little eggy. But not all of them do. But not all of them. Some of them can. So just be aware of that. And typically when you're out of them, they, you don't smell like a rotten egg. It's just while you're in the area. And, you don't think you do. <laughs> and it's that geothermal activity that we were talking about that make them actually hot. So it's part of the territory, right? Not every location has that strong smell but some of them do, so just know that going in there, but all around great relaxation experience and one to attune yourself with the earth and the land around you. All right, so I wanna talk about the first one. I think this might be the first one I ever went to. Really? Gold Fork Hot Springs in Idaho. It's located technically in Donnelly, Idaho. It's about two hours north of Boise when we went on our Boise trip. Boise! We actually have an episode on that, episode 38, if you want to go hear all about it. But I loved Gold Fork Hot Springs. How we even discovered this place in the first place was through Instagram. Mm -hmm. Just seeing these amazing cascading pools surrounded by a snow-covered forest. So you're in a bikini, in the pool, with a beanie on, beanies and bikinis. Beanies and bikinis. bikinis. And your pink Timmy's. And pink Timmy's, beanies, bikinis, pink Timmy's, you have the whole look there. It is an iconic photo that you have to get if you go here or any hot springs where it's going to be in a mountainous, snowy region. 10 out of 10, get that photo. And so this one is privately owned, so you do have to pay to use it. It's about $10 for adults, cash only. And we went in winter, and so if you are going in winter or spring when there is snow on the ground, we would recommend getting an SUV. We did see someone spin out in a sedan in the snow on our way there because the road becomes unpaved at some point. So just keep that in mind. Right. When you're off the main highway and on the road that leads to the Gold Fork Hot Springs, that's where we did see it. You're going slow at that point, but it's winter. You never know what's going to happen. But like Brittany said, this is on private land. So they do charge that fee, $10 for adults. You can actually change in this little almost yurt that mm-hmm. they build up. Half one side is men, half the other side is women. Don't worry. There's a curtain in between. So you're not sharing. Uh, and seen from one side to the next. But at the same time, these are naturally fed hot springs that create the water to be warm. But the pools themselves here, I won't lie, obviously are man-made to contain that natural water, right? So this one in some areas look a little bit more rustic because they really do it with natural rocks and build the pools. And then they have another pool where the top layer and hotter water cascades down. So it gets cooler and cooler as it goes. And those pools start to look a little bit more obviously man-made, but still a great experience with the forest around Mm -hmm. you. And when we went in the snow, just that light snow coming down while you're in these hot springs, it's really, really, amazing out there and we enjoyed it a lot 
Yeah, they actually have six pools that are formed and the temperature ranges from 85 to 110. The biggest, largest pool is the one that is the hottest because it's right at the source of the water. You can actually feel the water cascading down the rock in some areas and you can feel how hot it really is. So that was really cool. And then on this property, there are some amenities because you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. We didn't eat beforehand. We were kind of getting hangry by the end of our trip here, but they do have some snacks and drinks for sale. Jamal mentioned the yurt locker room. They do have two porta potties. And while it was cold, the changing rooms had a heater inside mm -hmm. that we were like gathering around while we we're trying to get dressed again. And they even offered bags to put your wet bathing suits in. So that's also handy as well. We probably spent a few hours here, yeah, like two hours, maybe even three, mm -hmm. just relaxing in the hot springs um wearing our beanies and our bikinis <laughs> jamal um and his swim trunks not his bikini yeah i didn't have a bikini i felt a little left out my top was off on this one <laughs> i like hot springs because all you do there is relax mm -hmm. it's just meant to float around and feel the water and the water is from a natural spring. So there are, whether they're legitimate or mythical benefits to this water, you do feel better after being in them for whatever reason. You always do, yeah. So we did this one of the days, but then we also went to another hot spring while we were in visiting in Idaho called Kirkham Hot Spring. And this is also another two hours away from Boise and we use Boise kind of as our hub. But what was really cool about this hot spring is it's so scenic along the way. We saw so many deer while we were driving there. We're in the mountains, it's remote, and it's actually a true natural hot springs. None of it's man-made. You actually have to do a little hike to get down to the hot spring area. So this was really scenic and it's right next to a river. Yeah, so this is off of the main highway and that highway is going through the mountainous areas following along parallel to the river that they have flowing through there. Now, if you go during a time of year, which we did in winter, where there's a little bit less traffic in there, you know, you can park on the street on the appropriate spaces along the highway, but they do have designated parking lots. If you park in the designated parking lot, it's a $5 fee. However, it's free to get into the hot springs themselves. But what was really cool about these hot springs, again, natural hot springs, but they cascade out of the rock. So it's almost like a hot waterfall yeah. that comes down and then what people have done is take natural rocks from the riverbed and create little shallow pools. So these areas, like honestly, is no more than like two, two and a half feet of water. And obviously your top portion is gonna be a little bit more exposed to the elements, but it's really cool because they make these natural pools with the rocks in the true river that's actually cold, but here you are sitting in a segregated area that's warm. So it created a lot more unique environment. I mean, it's natural in terms of where you are, but unnatural, the fact that they made the rocks, but they look a lot more natural than where we talked about before, which was Gold Fork, where they really truly made pools, so to speak. Right, and you'd be sitting in a natural pool with a rock barrier. Just on the other side of that rock barrier, it's a freezing cold river, mm -hmm. and you're in the hot pool. So that was cool. I will say that hiking down here, it's kind of like, what do you wear? Do you wear tennis shoes because you're doing this kind of hike down? Do you wear flip-flops because you're going to be in the water? Mm-mm. 
but <laughs> we didn't bring water shoes, and I feel like I wish we did because that would have helped with all of the rocks on your feet, especially when you're even going between the different pool levels. Yeah. Because it does hurt your feet a little bit. You're walking on natural rock. Well, also, when you're sitting in it, you're sitting on rocks. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. We are grounding. We oh, were. Yeah. And while True you're grounding. Si- sitting in them, the water goes up to about your stomach or chest, depending on how big each pool is. Kim and Jamal did mention, like, there is a waterfall of hot water coming down, and there was this guy. Do you remember that while we were taking Didn't pictures? Didn't he, like, try to slap your ass or something? Well, he was, like, only bathing in his boxer briefs, and he was kind of like a big burly guy. Uh-huh. And he was there alone, I think. But he then, was. like, he wanted to take photos with random strangers or was doing something a little weird. He didn't slap her in his ass, but he did a mock photo of, like, a fake slap of her ass. Or, like, and he over asked to take something. a picture with me. <laughs> Yeah, we do have those photos. <laughs> oh my god, that was so weird. <laughs> he was getting a little wild. I think his story was is like he said he goes there and actually does cleanup of things that people leave behind, like beer cans, trash. He said he's been going since he was a kid. Yeah, which I guess is a great PSA. Like whatever you pack in, that's pack out. I mean, if you, yeah, that's his story that he claims <laughs> that he goes there and likes to take photos with women as keepsakes. <laughs> keepsakes, maybe I don't know. But um, nonetheless, point of that story beyond that is really pack in or pack out what you pack in. Because at these natural ones, a lot of people do drink Mm -hmm. and you should pack it out for sure. And I feel like if you're going to go enjoy something beautiful like that, why do you want to trash it for other people? Like those are the people that really bother me the most. So take it out, be respectful so others can enjoy it. In Austin, we have a lot of cool springs. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of natural fed springs that aren't hot and you don't want them to be hot because it's hot here. As I learn more about the history as we tour them, the story goes back say a hundred years ago or so where there weren't any rules or regulation or ownership that a lot of people partied and there was just tons of crap, trash, all the stuff left and they had to like clean it out to make it what it is now. And it's, right. You know, people have been trashing places for centuries, but don't really keep it up. Yeah. We want to keep these things nice. So another hot spring we're going to talk about is called Wild Willie's Hot Springs. And I don't think you've been there, Kim. No. Jamal and I did go, and it's near Mammoth Lakes in California, which is on the eastern side of the Sierra Nevadas. And it was actually our first time driving up on the eastern side of the Sierra Nevadas because we've always driven on, like, the west side of it, growing up in Northern California Mm -hmm. and, like, the Tahoe area. And we visited in November 2021. It's a free hot spring, but you do have to go down this little dirt road to get there and they have on the dirt road a ton of like man-made speed bumps and so it's a little rough but it can be done in a sedan you can do it in a sedan but if you have a higher rise vehicle i would recommend it but just be aware that you once you get off the main highway you will have to go off that dirt road but just for a little bit of geographical context i mean i know Brittany said like uh east side of the sierra nevadas for those of you who aren't from california the sierra nevadas is the main mountain chain here in California, home to Lake Tahoe, Yosemite, couple other national parks. And so where Mammoth Lakes is, is literally almost on the opposite side of where Yosemite Valley is. So Yosemite is on the western side of the Sierras. And then if you go across Yosemite, they have a main highway that'll get you through Yosemite Valley. If it's open during the uh, spring and summer season, it's closed for winter, it will get you to the Mammoth Lakes area. And that is where we are talking about right now. So you're at the foothills of the eastern Sierras and where this hot spring is, is in a valley. And then you can look 
look up and you can see the jagged mountains that is the Sierra Nevadas from the east side. So it gives it a really quaint scenic look. And if you know where Yosemite is, this is on the opposite side of the mountains of where Yosemite Valley is. And so there is a parking lot area and then you have to take a quarter mile trip down the boardwalk. It's like an elevated plank boardwalk that you walk down and you walk that all the way down to the hot springs. There's no amenities here, so it's pretty rustic. There's no bathrooms, no changing areas, nothing. You just squat behind a tree? Uh, then, or you're lucky if you find a tree. It's like a little it's open like plane out there. Yeah, yeah, it's meadow. The pool. Probably. probably. <laughs> the water at the deepest. That's is, why it's hot. <laughs> is like three feet deep. Most of the time you'll be sitting near the edge and you'll be mostly submerged in the water. But re- like Jamal said, really gorgeous views of the mountains. Like that is the highlight. You're just there. Again, bikinis and your beanies and then (laughs) the mountains that are snow like snow capped or in the distance really scenic and we got there in the morning there was actually several cars parked there but by the time we made our way down on the boardwalk we had the hot springs to ourselves for probably 20 minutes yeah there's several pools but everybody was leaving at that time so we had it alone and by the time we were down to our last like five to ten minutes that we're spending in there people started to actually come so we got to experience it on our own i will say this like Brittany's saying there is no amenities that is very true there's no restrooms out by the hot springs because it's literally just random hot springs that are flowing from a few rocks in this little meadow that's at the foothills of the mountains here. But I believe in the parking lot, they have a couple porta potties themselves. Maybe. If I remember correctly. Porta but um, yeah, I mean, this one is a little bit more rustic, but it is in the beautiful or at the foothills of the beautiful Sierra Nevadas. And so you're going to be there in this region. And I would highly recommend checking out Wild Willie's Hot Springs because it is a unique experience there in the valley or meadow and then just looking at the beautiful mountains. And Mammoth is known for snowboarding, skiing. Mm-hmm. It's where a lot of snow pours in. So after a long day on the mountain, like I'm sure you're pretty sore, going to soak in the hot springs and just relieve your muscles would be uh, really refreshing and really nice to just relax. That sounds so nice. That's mm-hmm. Wild Willie's. <laughs> I went to another hot springs out in Montana called Jerry Johnson Hot Springs. I believe it was just outside of Lolo, Montana. And to get to these rustic, free, public, natural hot springs, Mm -hmm. I would say the trail out and back is about 2.6 miles. Okay. And You got to work for it. Yeah, and it did remind me a lot of Kirkham Hot Springs in Idaho because you park in a parking lot and then you kind of walk through this forested trail. When I went, it was in February. So it was snowy. Mm -hmm. And so the trail that you actually walked on was kind of not snowy because of the foot traffic, but everywhere else was covered in snow. And you're walking through the forest and Again, there's no bathrooms or anything like that out here, but you walk... So people pee in the pool? Or the trees. There's a lot of trees. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Katie actually went to go pee behind a tree, and she ended up getting sunk into the snow, (laughs) like, up to her chest. Oh, my gosh. It was a lot of snow out there. But we walked in, and there's lots of different pools. So we went into the first one that we saw, which was kind of, like, down the side of the mountain a little bit. But they were smaller, and they were right next to the river, so they weren't warm enough. Mm -hmm. So we sat in there for a little bit, and then we trekked on to the next one. And that's exactly what I was saying about... Maybe you'll try this pull out and you'll try the next pull out. So you're like, we put our shoes back on and of course everything's getting muddy and wet and all that. So we walk a little bit further down the trail. There's a huge hole in the ground. Just looks like it comes out of nowhere. 
like a crater out of the ground. Mm -hmm. Huge hole, probably could fit like 30 people. And then there's a couple of other um, hot springs that are closer to the river that are also pretty big with a lot of people. This hot spring location had more people than I think I've ever seen at a natural hot spring. Really? Really? How many people would you say were there? Well, between all those pools, 50 to 100 people. Wow, that's a lot. And there were a lot of, of holes, but... Yeah. Did you go, like, midday, in the morning, um, at night? It was midday, yeah. And by the time we left, it was kind of becoming dusk. Okay. Well, when you say it was in Lolo, Montana, what big city, if you will, was it closest to? I would say the closest big city of Montana would be Missoula, Montana, which is actually where we stayed. And funny enough, we stayed in a hotel that also had, like, 12 different hot tubs oh okay nice. including one in our room oh. so they're really big on hot spring soaking there <laughs> but it was close enough to drive just a couple hours from missoula okay that's really nice it was really good hot springs and i think the most iconic way to soak is when it's winter it's mm-hmm. snowing and you're in a forest there's just nothing that beats that well you don't want to go in summer you think you're going to be cold though because it's winter but you're not, but you're not. like even when we went to kirkham in idaho I did a snow angel in the snow in my bikini. <laughs> yeah, you did. I mean, eventually you're going to want to get out because you sit in a hot tub or jacuzzi or natural hot springs long enough, you're going to get warm and start getting a little bit sweaty, you know? Yeah. So you want you want that coolness. And I really think the snow and cold weather lends itself to be ideal time for the hot springs. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey squaddies, let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you. So all you have to do is download, book, show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more. Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today. Hey, squaddies, we want to share one of our favorite travel products with you. Liquid IV is a category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being while traveling. One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half-ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack. We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet-lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. 
Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon lime and tangerine with immune support. It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Travel Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. So the next hot springs we're going to talk about is Hot Springs, Arkansas, which is a squad trip that we took together. Also a national park. Hot Springs National Park in Arkansas. Fucking loved it. Episode 22, we talk all about it. We rave about it. Hyping it up right here. If you haven't been, for sure go. It's a hidden gem, I think. Yeah, I feel like people don't know about it. And when they think about Hot Springs, they're just like, well, what are we going to do there? But it's actually, there's a lot to do there. Mm -hmm. And so it, it has a rich cultural past and it's literally in the middle of town they've built a town around it but it has these ancient thermal springs mountain views forest hikes and a whole bunch of creeks and so the the main downtown area is called bathhouse row because in the 1890s to like 1920s they used these houses as hot spring houses where they had true traditional bathhouses but then they kind of when it out of business in some sort of sense, because they used to have, I think, eight, and now they're down to two. Well, this is where we learned that they used to think hot springs cured syphilis. Mm-hmm. And other diseases and things like that. Polio. Yeah. And so they went out of business probably because people realized, like, it doesn't. True. <laughs> but, I mean, these are really done up. So, again, these are natural hot springs, natural hot water that comes out of the earth right here in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And you can see it coming Yeah, out. you can see it even from the manholes and the steam vents cool. of where it's running uh, under the streets that it's coming up. And you can see the steam forming. But what's really cool about these is, again, now the National Park administers these areas and these historic buildings. And these buildings were done up nice. I mean, if you think, like, real classy style spas these days and what they look like this is to a like a complete other level of how they did these bathhouses i mean you can go through see the old style like stainless steel contraptions that they would put you like just literally in a steam bath or in a steam room with beautiful stained glass windows well, and maybe things the like men's because yeah, i don't know what was going on in the 1890s but men's rooms were nicer than women's yeah well the men's ones looked really good but point being on the tour you get to see it and now they're not segregated by men and women but i mean these are historical buildings and bathhouses that are now administered by the national park service but the cool thing about it is you yourself can still go in there and soak in these baths now so right really sylvester Stallone was. i know really really awesome i would highly recommend everybody go out there and beyond the bathhouses themselves a cool little downtown quaint stretch area that you'll definitely enjoy your time could do wine tasting afterwards have a brewery that where they actually use some of the hot water and the natural thermal water to make the beer you'd think oh weird but you know how we were talking earlier some of them have that sulfuric smell some of them don't this is a location where their water doesn't have that sulfuric smell and they actually have free water stations throughout the city where local residents even get natural water for free Mm-hmm. So we went and soaked at Quapaw Bathhouse, and they had four different thermal pools there that were at varying temperatures. And they also had a steam cave, which I don't think is open yet up again since COVID. But it was like 100, almost 110 degrees in there. It was this nice steam cave, and you can just watch all of the sweat 
Well, for most people. For most people. Beat out of you. Yeah, I don't think Kim was sweating. And they had these... (laughs) It was you, Jamal. (laughs) Jamal doesn't sweat. I don't sweat for my face, for whatever reason. The rest of my body, yes. But my face was not sweating. All the girls were just dying in there in the steam cave. And then I'm sitting here like, la-di-da, you know, like I'm fine. And they have these eucalyptus scented towels and that they gave us and that are ice cool to cool off with. It was amazing. I would recommend Quapaw, but if we were to go back again, I would want to check out the other bathhouse there. It was called a Buckstaff bathhouse. And it's more of a luxurious spa experience where they have private pools and you can do like 20 minute full body massages and like the loofah mitts and all of that. And they also have other spa services there as well. So I would try the other bathhouse since we've already tried Kapaw. Right. So go back. And Buckstaff, I think, is more how it was traditionally back in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Whereas Kapaw, even though both these facilities are administered by the National Park Service, Kapaw is more catered to I'm just soaking and what amenities they had in the past. They're just there as really as relics to look and they still keep them nice and pristine. But you can't enjoy those experiences like you can at Buckstaff I mean, I do think they're in the National Park, but they're not administered by the National Park Service. Oh, I thought Buckstaff was. It's still outside of it? They're privately owned. Okay, my mistake then. But yeah, I would still want to go and do Buckstaff. I think Hot Springs is one of the most unique national parks in America. And it's so underrated. Yeah, it really is. The next hot springs on our list is Grutas Tolentango. This is in Mexico. It's about three to four hours driving northwest of Mexico City just to plot it on the earth. It's an amazing place. If you're coming from America, I'd probably recommend going with the Viator tour, which is what I did. It was around a hundred bucks per person and it's door-to-door service. Pick you up in Mexico City from your hotel, Airbnb, whatever. They take you there, your entrance fees included. They bring you home. You're looking at like a 12 hour day. You spend a lot of time here. So let me just try to describe this property because it's not like any of the other hot springs we've mentioned so far. It's a massive property that leverages what's natural and also leverages some man-made features. So a couple of things that they have. One is the river. It's not man-made. It is natural, but it looks like it's man-made because it has this almost like tiered shelf Mm -hmm. formation about it. And it just goes down, goes, goes down, goes flat. And it's like a crystal, beautiful light blue. It's a gorgeous color. The water is not necessarily hot though. So it's not like hot springs. It's like lukewarm Lukewarm. or just a, a temperate temperature for cold or hot. And it's just gorgeous, clear waters. It's amazing. That's one thing. The second thing they have is a cave with a huge waterfall at the entrance of it. Oh, wow. So you are walking up, you're seeing this gorgeous waterfall, beautiful. You walk past the waterfall or into the waterfall, I should say, into the cave where you can swim. It's a swimming cave. And you go back and as you're swimming in there, it kind of like pulls you in with mm-hmm. the current and you kind of swim around it's like pitch dark in there and then like there's ropes on the wall to hold because it kind of like pulls you out on the other side too it's a really cool experience and then lastly which is the most iconic thing that you can see in pictures of it are all these pools in varying sizes from very large to very small built into the cliff side mm-hmm. of this just amazing overlook canyon it's fucking phenomenal. When you look at pictures of Grutas 
Tolentango, that's what you normally see is like the all the pools, all the pools that are built into the cliffside. And you can only probably get like max fifty pools in a picture, mm-hmm. but there are hundreds of pools, and then there's even a suspension bridge that goes across, and there's more pools. Oh wow! So it's a huge property, and we spent, like I said, probably four to eight hours there, and I could have spent longer. You can actually rent a small little cottage there. They have oh, a whole bunch cool. of them, and you can spend like a week there if you wanted. I would definitely want to go there. I know uh, you went, Kim, but I'm interested in hitting up this hot spring. I would really love to go, and I like exactly what you said. Do it like with a viad or some sort of guided tour, because it is relatively far from yes. Mexico City in terms of like drive time. However, if you're going to be in Mexico City a few days and can afford to spend a day doing this, because I know you said it's like a 12-hour adventure, you know, four hours each way, plus your time there. But I think it would be well worth it. I know we're going to post a photo on Travel Squad podcast of this one because it's one of the prettiest hot springs. So go to our website, check it out. But even look online at photos of this just to obviously put a picture to how you described it, Kim, because it is like breathtaking when you look at it and just see like hot springs tiered in into a mountainside. It's like, what the fuck? Like, this is someplace that I can actually go. It's really cool. And there's restaurants there. There's plenty of drinks you can get. There's bathrooms. There's locker rooms. It's fully built out resort property, but it's affordable and attainable. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait for us to go back to Mexico City and go because I, I know I you'd go, go again. again. I know, yeah. exactly. So we're going to have to put it on the list and you squaddies definitely need to check it out too. Next on our list that we're mentioning here of awesome hot springs for you to go to is going to be the Ojai Hot Springs or now as it's known, Ecotopia. So just if you haven't heard of where Ojai is, it is south of Santa Barbara north of Ventura along the California coast, but a little bit inland, again, just to give geographical context. So in the Southern California region. Now, this area, the Ojai Hot Springs, again, is now under the umbrella of a company called Ecotopia, but it was on private land, still is private land actually, and it used to be free to go to. But with social media being what it is these days and influencers and blog posts and writings, it's become really popular over the past 10 years. So much so that a lot of people have gone, we talked about this before, left trash behind in certain places and kind of like dirtied it up a bit. So the owners of that land have actually now privatized it. So you do have to pay a $25 fee to utilize it, but they've done it up really well by making natural pools from the natural flowing hot springs. And this is located in the Los Padres National Forest. So in a forested area in the hills of Southern California, really, really beautiful. I haven't gone since they've redone it and privatized it. I've only gone when it was free, but nonetheless, it was still a really cool experience. Clothing optional with this one too. Yes, I forgot the good call on that one. Because Jamal went with Josh. Clothing optional. I I kept the clothes on, but I'll (laughs) tell you what, a lot of people in there took the clothes off, started mudding themselves up with the mud that's in the pools and go at night. Actually, at this location is when I first heard of Slender Man (laughs) and got freaked out because it was so dark at night. But uh, you were out there at night. Yeah, we went out at night with Josh. Oh, and a clothing optional. Uh huh. I kept the clothing on. He kept the clothing on. Lots <laughs> sure, of people took sure. it off. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever gone sans clothing? At a uh, hot springs? No, it's not my forte. It's not my forte. So you, know, you wouldn't have. I'm a shy it. guy. I really wish I could be the type of person to really just whip it out, but that's not my style. I can't do that. You know. So. Yeah. Feel you. Well, the next hot spring we're going to talk about is actually located 
all the way in the Philippines. And so it's called Panacuasan Hot Springs. We went here way long ago. It was like 2011, but it was a graduation gift from my mom to me from for graduating college. And so I have a lot of family that lives in the Philippines, so my and it's pretty close to our home, my mom's home city. It's only about 15 minutes away from there. And so it's actually located within a national park called Mount Isarog, and it's in a nice secluded forest area. If you guys are familiar with like foreign transportation. In the Philippines, they used a thing called a jeepney, which is like a big school bus almost, but instead of the seats being right across from each other, there are these long benches. And so everyone just kind of piles in them. And we took two of those to take my entire family to the hot (laughs) springs. When you get there, there's these covered cabanas where you could set out food and picnic stuff. So we brought a whole bunch of Filipino food. There's a river flowing next to it. That's where all of my uncles were sitting and drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is really cool. I mean, for context, I mean, these hot springs, again, natural hot springs, but they've done it up to create pools in there. But they really have a natural river that flows down below also. So you can see the river flowing and then you're sitting up above the river in these elevated pools. It is in a jungly environment. So mm-hmm. not forested, That's jungly. Cool. And they actually have to put nets over the hot springs themselves because along the cliff walls, snakes could fall down and you're oh in the gosh. jungle. So they keep them from going in with that netted area. So again, I say that so one, you could get a picture of the environment in the jungle, but two, also feel for that safety but one of my fond memories of when we were actually here is again beyond the experience of the hot springs Brittany's mom ordered a full lechon which is like pig almost like luau style and everybody was feeding on it and then her uncles pulled out a bottle of uh jack daniels and then we were just (laughs) sitting in the river we got out of the hot springs itself and in the river the cold river on the rocks just passing around the bottle in a circle and doing all this and that so having a really good time but i would highly recommend you know if you're in the philippines you give this place a try because a really unique hot spring environment in another country and Southeast Asia on some islands. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, there's four outdoor hot spring pools. We pretty much had the whole area to ourselves. It was amazing. And I think this is probably one of the first hot springs I've been to back in 2011. Setting the bar high. I know. It was really cool. But we're going to end with our favorite, probably our favorite hot springs. And it's something that we did all as a squad, which is Termas de Papayacta, which was in Ecuador. Oh my god, this place was amazing. It was amazing, and shout out Gate 1 to taking us to the unique places. This was a Gate 1 tour. Termas de Papayacta was one of the locations and hotels that they took us, and this hotel is a resort area, so they have the natural hot springs where you can soak, but on top of that, they also have it set up to where you can get massages also. So it is a true spa experience, way up high, 10,000 plus feet in the Andes Mountains. That was the coolest thing is being in the hot springs, seeing these gigantic mountains Mm -hmm. right there. It's foggy, it's cloudy, it's like got a whole vibe to it. But even more so that the hot spring pools were five feet from your front door. Yeah, even to get to your hotel door, you're on this like wooden boardwalk to get there. And then you have to go down these steps to get right into the pools or right in front of the doors. Oh my god! And I want to go back. I know, and that was one of the really cool things, right? Because you can pay to do a spa experience where you would have your own 
private thermal pool that you can sit in, do your massages, which we absolutely did. But everybody who's staying there can enjoy the thermal springs themselves because the pool area, if you want to call it that, is connected, but in small little sections of like little pools that you can sit into right out front of your door. So what's out front of your door, unfortunately, isn't just yours. They're all kind of like interconnected, but they're such small areas that not a lot of people can really sit there to make it feel crowded, but it was so cool. Like, oh, here's like kind of a courtyard area, if you will, for everybody that's natural hot springs for you to sit in. And then just with the views of the Andes Mountains, 10,000 feet in the air, the clouds it was it was beautiful yeah I mean, it really I was wish beautiful we could have stayed another more than day. one night yeah absolutely that would have been amazing if we could have spent another night there yeah the only thing about that trip that sucked was it was so go 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 mm-hmm. that we just didn't have a lot of time in a lot of places and i would have loved to just like stay up late and soak but we're tired because you have to be up at 7 6 a.m mm-hmm. so yeah i definitely need to go back just spend a week there literally (laughs) and the restaurant that they had on this property was so good that quinoa soup soup. and the fish we had that night i know you don't like fish but kim Kim doesn't like fish i had a good pasta had the the fish the fish was amazing the food there was just great and it was just such a relaxing afternoon Mm -hmm. i would definitely go back Well, those are all of the hot springs that we're going to talk about that we've been to, but we do have a few on our hot springs bucket list. Oh, there are many hot springs on our bucket list. Like, everywhere I go now, I look for hot springs. (laughs) But there's some iconic ones. Number one, the Blue Lagoon in Iceland. Yeah, I mean... I, I mean, is there anything better? Like I think Well, we so. haven't been there yet, so we don't know. But in terms of, like, what's hyped up to be yeah. an awesome place, yeah, Blue Lagoon is probably one of the best. One of the top. Sure. It looks really cool. And you can do a mud mask, and you can walk around in robes. Like, can you beat that? I'm sure there are high-end places that you can, but this is, like, open to the general public, and you do pay for that experience. But that is definitely high on my list to do a day trip to the Blue Lagoon and just spa all day. Yes. Little champagne, little face mask, mm-hmm. steam cave, a thing. robe. Yeah. I've been to a spa that is in Corona, California called Glen Ivy Hot Springs. And I we didn't put it on our list because it's I mean it is a hot springs. It's it's naturally fed, but there's all these different pools and there's like a hot cold pool, there's a sulfur one. And I'll tell you, after spending a day at a spa place where you're in these pools and you're relaxing you are exhausted at the end of the day, and it seems silly to say because all you've been doing is relaxing, but you relax so much, it exhausts you. <laughs> Another location that's on our bucket list hot springs is going to be Pamukkale, Turkey, if I'm saying that correctly. It's spelled P-A-M-U-K-K-A-L-E. And again, just do yourself a favor and Google this. These are natural hot springs that are in this natural like salt formation so when you look at it it almost looks like these crystal clear blue waters with ice but it's actually really salt and minerals that form these natural pools it is so unique you're allowed to soak in them really really want to go and i'm so excited about this when we finally go to turkey just the pictures looking at them it kind of reminds me of what the ones in mexico city look like or near mexico city but it's completely different you know so i I'm dying to go there for sure. And another one that I would love to go to, they're called Dermas Geometricas in Chile. And it's 
located in Chile's lush Villa Rica National Park and it has hot springs that have like there's 17 different pools a maze of different red walkways and then some cooling waterfalls along the way as well yeah these ones in Chile look absolutely amazing what really sells it too is really that red walkway that they have going through there mm -hmm. and the little lush jungle environment that they have it looks really really cool so i really do want to go there and again i think it's really unique if it's in chile it's in the andes and you know it's fed from those volcanic activity that's going on in the andes so i think it makes it all the more cooler on that one we've been talking about going to i'll try to pronounce this one too boquillas hot springs that is located in big bend national park here in texas they're actually located only a few yards from the Rio Grande River, which is really cool. So it's like right on the edge of two countries. It's got this just natural look to it. It looks really cool. We want to hit Big Bend National Park already. Mm -hmm. And so to add this on, ideally in the winter and not in the 100 plus degree summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good experience when we go there. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So those are four of our bucket list hot spring destinations that we haven't been to. If any of you guys have been to these locations, want to share any information about it, please let us know. We definitely want to hear it. Or if there's anywhere that we didn't mention that you think that we should know about, share it with us too, because we definitely want to know for ourselves and bring that to other squatties' attentions. All right, squatties, it's that time of the week. Questions of the week. Question number one was from Gabby from Denver. She asks, of the hot springs we listed, what location was our favorite? Oh, that is so tough. I think in its natural element, I'm probably like in favorite, like is different than best memory because the one in the Philippines was really fun, but favorite natural element, I'm gonna go with Kirkham Hot Springs. Wow. I, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. I think it was because of the snow coming naturally from the cliffside and it's like a hot waterfall. Yeah. That was cool. But an overall experience, though, I would say Hot Springs National Park in really? Arkansas. Like, I loved it. I think the bathhouses give it a whole nother vibe yeah. to it, too. I would say my favorite from the what we've listed is Thermasti Papayakta. Like, I just feel like the mountains in the background, you're in the Andes, you're staying at this nice hotel resort area, the thermal pool's right at your front door, and then you can book a spa package. That was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to beat the hot springs right outside of your door. Mm -hmm. It's like a tie between that one and Grutas Tolentango in Mexico for me, just because of how sprawling it was and it was natural and they were gorgeous and you could just spend so long there. They're all amazing. They all have something to offer. But really good question, Gabby. Question number two is from Rachel, who's from Chicago. She asks, are all hot springs clothing optional? Unfortunately, they are not all clothing optional. I know the one we mentioned in Ojai definitely is, <laughs> but the Gold Fork hot springs that we mentioned, first off the bat, definitely you're not going naked in there. There's families in there. It's really popular. <laughs> Lots of other locations. I mean, what, at Grutas Tolentango, Kim? Can you just uh, go straight skin out at that one? I didn't one? see anybody. In I, fact, I, in Mexico, they don't really always wear swimsuits even, so people are wearing like 
shirts and shorts mm-hmm. in the water. Yeah, so definitely not. Only select few locations and more in those isolated regions. Like I would wager to say Wild Willies that we were talking about just right outside Mammoth, even though it's popular because it is kind of just like an open area for you to go. Like you could probably do that, but there are families that come. So it's, do you want to do that in front of families and younger kids? I don't know, but I think that's another location where you probably could go skinny dipping. I will say... I would like to try it once. There you go. Well, you've been to Black's Beach in San Diego. (laughs) And I've been to a nude beach in Florida. There you go. It's freeing. It's liberating. Sun's out, bun's out. So what's the saying for the hot springs in the winter? We can't think of one. We'll come up with one. (laughs) We'll come up with one. Trying to think witty on the fly. Yeah. (laughs) The last question we have is from Gavin, and he asks, what is a piece of hot springs etiquette that no one knows or everyone forgets? I was going to say, really good question. I would say, I don't know if it has to do generally with the hot springs, even though I know that's your question, but as a nature lover, I'm just going to say it again. What you pack in, pack out. Lots of times people leave trash, beer cans, and then it really destroys the experience for the next people. So even though you would think that's common etiquette, it's actually not due to the fact that we have to say this. And even when we go to places like this, you see trash all the time. I also feel like if you are going to an area where the hot springs are kind of small, there is an etiquette about like how much time you should spend in the pools if there are other people coming. Like if you've had your time there, you don't want to be the person like hogging all the space all day. Yeah, and there's not like a time limit or any time we could even say, but it's just about like letting anybody enjoy it. Exactly. And being aware. (laughs) Because they're amazing and everyone should get a chance to dip in. All right, squatties, thank you so much for tuning in with us this week. As always, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok at Travel Squad Podcast, and send us in your questions of the week. If you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just plain funny, please be sure to share it with a friend that would enjoy it too. And as always, please subscribe, rate and review our podcast, and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We have some more amazing adventures and tips in store for you. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye, squatties. squatties.